Greetings, all you cinephiles. Welcome back to Real Real Talk, the podcast where we dissect the magic woven into the reels of cinema. I'm your host, Josh Bell, and today we are diving into the whimsical world of Wes Anderson once again. So hold on to your berets as we explore the cinematic wonder that is Rushmore. Set against the backdrop of Rushmore Academy, this film takes us on a journey into the eccentric mind of Max Fisher, a teenage prodigy with a penchant for grandiose schemes and an unwavering love for extracurricular activities. Rushmore not only marks another collaboration between Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson, but also introduces us to the undeniable charm of Jason Schwartzman in his debut role. As we unravel the narrative intricacies, delve into the film's unique aesthetics, and groove to the sounds of Mark Mothersbaugh's score, we'll explore the themes that make Rushmore a standout in Anderson's repertoire. Join me as we navigate the quirky halls of Rushmore Academy, where academics, love, and the pursuit of greatness collide in true Andersonian fashion. But, dear listeners, our cinematic adventure doesn't stop there. We'll discuss the complete cast and crew, examine any shortcomings with a critical eye, and of course, sprinkle in some trivia to enrich your viewing experience. So whether you're a Rushmore devotee or a first-time explorer of Anderson's cinematic universe, fasten your seatbelts and get ready for another adventure. This is Real Real Talk, where every frame tells a story, and every story is a real journey. Rushmore opens the doors to Rushmore Academy, an esteemed private school where academics take a back seat to the extracurricular pursuits of its students. At the center of it all is Max Fisher, a precocious yet underachieving student with a pension for the extravagant. Max's energy and creativity are boundless, evident in the involvement in various clubs and activities from beekeeping to the construction of aquariums. However, Max's academic struggles catch up with him, leading to potential expulsion from Rushmore Academy. Amidst the chaos, he befriends Herman Bloom, a disillusioned industrialist with his own set of problems. Their unlikely friendship becomes the linchpin of the narrative, setting the stage for a series of comical and poignant events. Enter Miss Cross, a first-grade teacher at Rushmore who becomes the object of affection for both Max and Blue. The film delicately weaves a love triangle that adds layers of complexity to the characters' relationships. Max's infatuation with Miss Cross becomes a driving force, intertwining with his grandiose plans and escalating the tension between him and Blue. As Max and Bloom navigate the intricacies of friendship, love, and identity, Rushmore unfolds as a poignant coming-of-age tale. The clash between Max's exuberant idealism and Bloom's jaded realism create a narrative tension that propels the story forward. Anderson's distinct visual style infuses each scene with a symphony of colors, quirky details, and meticulously composed shots. The narrative takes unexpected turns, leading to Max's expulsion from Rushmore and the fallout from his romantic pursuits. The film explores themes of adolescence, the pursuit of passion, and the challenges of growing up against the backdrop of an elite academy. Rushmore is not merely a story, it's a visual and emotional experience. 
The characters' journeys set against Anderson's signature aesthetic resonate with audiences on a profound level. So stay tuned as we dissect the film's aesthetics, the score, thematic elements, and more. First up, let's immerse ourselves in the whimsical and visually enchanting aesthetics of Rushmore. Wes Anderson's distinct style takes center stage, transforming every frame into a meticulously composed work of art. The film's visual language is characterized by vibrant color palettes, meticulous symmetry, and an attention to detail that is synonymous with Anderson's directorial approach. Each scene is a tableau of visual delights, from the iconic Max Fisher Players stage productions to the carefully curated costumes that define the characters. Anderson's use of color is particularly noteworthy. The warm, earthy tones of Rushmore Academy's surroundings create a nostalgic and inviting atmosphere. Contrast that with the bold and vibrant colors of Max's eccentric wardrobe, and you have a visual feast that reflects the characters' personalities and the film's overall tone. Symmetry, a hallmark of Anderson's filmmaking, is on full display in Rushmore. Every shot is meticulously framed, creating a sense of order and visual harmony. The precision in composition not only adds a layer of aesthetic charm, but also serves as a visual metaphor for the characters' quest for balance in their own tumultuous lives. The film's set design is a testament to Anderson's commitment to creating immersive cinematic worlds, from Max's elaborate aquariums to the quirky interiors of characters' homes, each setting is crafted with a keen eye for detail. The environments become extensions of the characters' personalities, contributing to the film's overall aesthetic richness. Costume design plays a pivotal role in defining the characters and enhancing the visual narrative. Max's distinctive red beret and blazer, Miss Cross's elegant attire, and Bloom's understated yet sophisticated wardrobe contribute to the visual identity of each character. The costumes become visual cues that deepen our understanding of the characters' inner worlds. Anderson's use of slow motion sequences adds a layer of visual poetry to the film. Whether it's Max's elaborate stage productions or moments of emotional revelation, the slow motion technique enhances the film's emotional impact and contributes to its overall visual rhythm. The aesthetics of Rushmore are a visual symphony that elevates the storytelling to new heights. Anderson's meticulous craftsmanship, combined with the film's vibrant color palette, meticulous symmetry, and attention to detail, creates a cinematic experience that is as visually stunning as it is emotionally resonant. Next up, we'll start talking a little more about the score and get into the themes that make Rushmore what it is. Let's take a quick dive into the captivating soundscape of Rushmore where the musical genius of Mark Mothersbaugh once again takes center stage. Mothersbaugh, known for his work with the band Devo and his prolific career in film scoring, brings a distinctive and evocative score to complement Wes Anderson's visual storytelling. 
The score of Rushmore is a melodic journey that mirrors the film's blend of comedy, drama, and coming-of-age themes. Mothersbaugh's use of diverse musical elements from whimsical orchestral arrangements to nostalgic pop tunes creates a sonic landscape that enhances the emotional depth. One standout aspect of the score is the ability to capture the quirky and comedic essence of the film. The playful use of instruments, including xylophones and horns, add a very whimsical touch to the soundtrack, perfectly aligning with the comedic moments. The score becomes a character in itself, contributing to the overall charm and humor of Rushmore. Mothersbaugh's incorporation of pop songs from the 60s and 70s adds a nostalgic layer to the film. Tracks like The Kinks' Nothing in This World Can Stop Me Worrying About My Girl and The Who's A Quick One While He's Away not only enhance the period setting, but also serve as emotional anchors for key scenes. The soundtrack becomes a time capsule transporting the audience to the world of Max Fisher and his eccentric endeavors. The emotional resonance of the score is particularly evident in its ability to underscore the film's dramatic moments. From Max's unrequited love to the complexities of his relationship with Bloom and Miss Cross, the score weaves a tapestry of emotions that enriches the storytelling. Mothersbaugh's use of strings and piano in these moments creates a poignant and introspective atmosphere. The score's versatility is showcased in its ability to seamlessly transition between comedic and heartfelt moments. Whether it's the exuberant energy of Max's elaborate stage productions, or the quiet introspection of his more vulnerable moments, the score adapts to the film's tonal shifts with precision. Mark Mothersbaugh's score for Rushmore is more than just a musical backdrop. It's a narrative force that enhances the film's unique blend of comedy, drama, and coming-of-age themes. So join us as we continue our exploration of the thematic elements of Rushmore here on Real Real Talk. Let's unpack the thematic richness of Rushmore. At its core, the film explores the complexities of adolescence, the pursuit of passion, and the unconventional bonds that form in unexpected places. One prominent theme is the coming-of-age journey of our protagonist, Max Fisher. Max, portrayed by Jason Schwartzman in a breakout role, is a precocious and ambitious student at Rushmore Academy. His relentless pursuit of extracurricular activities, from founding countless clubs to staging elaborate plays, reflects the intensity with which he approaches life. Max's journey is a microcosm of the broader theme of navigating the challenges of adolescence and self-discovery. The film also delves into the theme of unrequited love. Max develops a crush on Miss Rosemary Cross, played by Olivia Williams, as a first, a first grade teacher at Rushmore. This unconventional romantic subplot adds depth to Max's character highlighting the awkwardness and innocence of teenage infatuation. The triangular dynamic between Max, Miss Cross, and industrialist Herman Bloom, portrayed by Bill Murray, explores the complexities of love and friendship. Friendship itself emerges as a central theme, particularly in the unlikely bond between Max and Bloom. 
Despite their stark differences in age and background, the two form a connection rooted in mutual discontent and a shared sense of rebellion against societal expectations. The film suggests that authentic connection can arise in unexpected places, transcending conventional norms. Wes Anderson's signature theme of quirky characters and their idiosyncrasies is also prevalent in Rushmore. From Max's eccentric pursuits to the deadpan humor of Bloom, the film celebrates the uniqueness of its characters. It suggests that embracing individuality and pursuing one's passion, no matter how unconventional, can lead to profound personal growth. The theme of legacy and the impact of one's actions on others is subtly woven into the narrative. Max's grandiose plans and ambitious endeavors leave a lasting impression on those around him, for better or worse. The film invites viewers to reflect on the consequences of their own actions and its ripple effect that they have on the lives of others. Rushmore is a lot of themes exploring the tumultuous journey of adolescence, the complexities of love and friendship, and the transformative power of pursuing your passions. We'll be right back with a discussion of the cast and crew, some shortcomings, and even a little trivia. Now's where we take out our spotlight and shine it on the talented individuals who brought Rushmore to life, both in front of and behind the camera. The film boasts a stellar cast and creative team whose contributions shape the unique and captivating world of Rushmore Academy. At the helm of the film, of course, as this is our series on visionary director Wes Anderson, known for his distinctive visual style and storytelling prowess, his fingerprints are all over Rushmore. His attention to detail, penchant for symmetry, and ability to blend humor with poignancy contribute to the film's charm. Jason Schwartzman, in his feature film debut, takes on the role of the charismatic and ambitious Max Fisher. Schwartzman's portrayal of Max is nothing short of exceptional, capturing the character's exuberance, vulnerability, and unbridled passion. It's a performance that not only launched Schwartzman's acting career, but also set the bar for the unique characters that would become synonymous with Wes Anderson films. Bill Murray, a frequent collaborator with Anderson, delivers a standout performance as Herman Bloom. Murray's deadpan delivery and comedic timing add a layer of humor, while his portrayal of a disenchanted industrialist grappling with his own existential crisis brings depth to the character. The dynamic between Schwartzman and Murray forms the heart of Rushmore, creating a memorable on-screen partnership. Olivia Williams, portraying Rosemary Cross, brings a nuanced and empathetic quality to her character. Her interactions with both Max and Herman serve as emotional anchors. Navigating the complexities of love and friendship in the midst of Max's eccentric pursuits. The supporting cast further enhances the film's ensemble. Seymour Castle is Burt Fisher, Brian Cox is Dr. Nelson Guggenheim, and Mason Gamble is Dirk Calloway. Each contribute to this vibrant characters that populate Rushmore Academy. Their performances, though secondary, add layers to the film's exploration of relationships and personal growth. 
Behind the scenes, the creative team plays a crucial role in shaping the film's aesthetic and narrative. Cinematographer Robert D. Yeoman brings Anderson's vision to life with his skillful use of framing and composition. Mark Mothersbaugh's musical score, a blend of original composition and carefully selected tracks, complements the film's tone and enhances the emotional resonance. The production design by David Wasco, the costume design by Karen Patch both contribute to the visual identity, creating a world that is both whimsical and grounded. The collaborative effort of the entire crew from the sound department to the art department all contribute to a seamless fusion of visuals and storytelling that defines Rushmore. In essence, the complete cast and crew form a collective of talent that elevates the film to a cinematic masterpiece. Their contributions, both in front of and behind the camera, showcase the collaborative magic that happens when the creative minds unite to tell a compelling story. Now, as we always do here on Real Real Talk, let's take a look at some of the conceived shortcomings that may be found in the film Rushmore. One potential critique lies in the film's somewhat unconventional narrative structure. The story meanders through Max Fisher's elaborate schemes and relationships, and some viewers might find the pacing a bit irregular. The film doesn't adhere to a traditional three-act structure, which is a departure from convention storytelling preferences. Additionally, Max's character, while brilliantly portrayed by Jason Schwartzman, might be polarizing for some viewers. His unwavering ambition and at times obsessive behavior could be interpreted as off-putting or unrealistic. While this is intentional and serves the film's themes, it might not resonate with everyone. The film's focus on the privileged world of Rushmore Academy could be seen as limiting in scope. Some viewers may feel that the narrative doesn't delve deeply into societal issues or broader themes, staying within the confines of a specific social stratum. This choice, while intentional, might not align with the expectation of those seeking a more expansive exploration of social dynamics. It is worth noting that the humor in Rushmore is stylized and might not cater to everyone's taste. Wes Anderson's distinct brand of comedy, characterized by deadpan delivery and dry wit, can be an acquired taste. Those unfamiliar with, or not attuned to Anderson's comedic sensibilities, might find certain scenes less amusing than intended. Lastly, the film's resolution, while emotionally resonant, might be perceived as open-ended or ambiguous. Some viewers may prefer a more conclusive ending, and the film's decision to leave certain elements unresolved could leave them seeking a more definitive conclusion. It's always essential to recognize that these potential shortcomings are subjective and don't diminish, at least for me, the film's overall impact. Rushmore remains a masterpiece and a character-driven story that while may have some shortcomings, they are appreciated as intentional choices and they contribute fully to the film's unique charm. Music 
Now for my favorite part, a little bit of trivia about Rushmore. As with any Wes Anderson film, there are numerous hidden gems and interesting tidbits that add layers to the viewing experience. First, did you know that the character of Max Fisher was inspired by Anderson's own experiences at St. John's High School in Houston? And Anderson, like Max, was involved in various extracurricular activities and had a penchant for ambitious projects, laying the groundwork for the film's protagonist. Speaking of Max's ambitious endeavors, the intricate plays staged by Max in the film were inspired by Anderson's own high school productions. It's a delightful nod to the director's personal history, infusing authenticity into Max's theatrical pursuits. Now let's take a look at the casting. Jason Schwartzman, in his debut role, was chosen for the lead after a chance meeting with Wes Anderson. Schwartzman was the drummer for the band Phantom Planet, and Anderson discovered him through a mutual friend. This serendipitous encounter marked the beginning of Schwartzman's acting career and a fruitful collaboration with Anderson. Bill Murray, a frequent collaborator with Anderson, initially had reservations about taking on the role of Herman Bloom. However, his sons convinced him to accept the part, making the start of a long-standing creative partnership between Murray and Anderson. A quick piece of trivia about the beekeeping subplot in the film wasn't just a creative choice. Bill Murray is an avid beekeeper in real life, and Anderson incorporated this aspect of Murray's personality into the character of Herman Bloom. It's a prime example of how Anderson weaves elements of his actors' lives into the fabric of his films. Shifting over to the soundtrack, a hallmark of Wes Anderson's films, the eclectic mix of British Invasion music, including songs from The Kinks and The Who, contribute to the film's distinct atmosphere. Anderson's meticulous selection of music serves not only to complement the narrative, but also to enhance the overall mood. And lastly, keep an eye out for the recurring motif of bees throughout the film, from the opening shot to Max's elaborate aquarium. Bees symbolize themes of industry, collaboration, and interconnectedness of characters. It's a subtle, yet powerful visual metaphor that adds depths to the storytelling. And there's our glimpse at the trivia that enriches the world of Rushmore, behind-the-scenes insights offering a deeper appreciation for the film, and Wes Anderson's creative process. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode on Rushmore. We dove into the intricate plot, looked at the film's many aesthetic choices, dissected the score, including its British invasion themes, dissected our thematic elements some more, uncovered some intriguing trivia. In a summary, Rushmore is a cinematic gem that navigates the complexities of adolescence, ambition, and unlikely friendships. With Wes Anderson's trademark wit and visual flair, the film's quirky characters, captivating narrative, and dynamic performances by Jason Schwartzman and Bill Murray make it a timeless addition to Anderson's repertoire. As for my critical rating, I'm giving Rushmore a 9.5 out of 10. It's a testament to Anderson's ability to craft stories that resonate with both heart and humor, leaving a lasting impression on the audience. Before we wrap up, we want to hear from you. 
Reach out to us at therealrealtalk at gmail.com with your thoughts, suggestions, or your favorite Wes Anderson film. You can also connect with us on Twitter at RealRealTalkPod and on Instagram at RealRealTalk. Guess what, folks? Our Wes Anderson series doesn't end here. Join us next time as we dive into the eccentric world of the Royal Tenenbaums. It's bound to be another real adventure, so mark your calendars and stay tuned for more Real Real Talk. And until next time, keep watching, keep loving, and keep those reels rolling.